0: Yo, what up? It's your man, Jay White, with Wealth Wednesday's After Party with Jay White. You see who it is, the yeah. man, the myth, the legend, the most
1: famous DJ that I know, mm-hmm. DJ Quicksilver. What's the deal, baby? I appreciate the introduction, man. I got to pay you for that, man. <laughs> You
0: already paid me. You don't even it's know, solid, man. How you feel? All. I feel blessed. Blessed and highly favored. Come man. on, man. You know what it is. Yo, so I'm all gas, no brakes. Absolutely. I like to dive right into it. Don't as waste no time. As because you, you, as a celebrity, you have a lot of things that you're doing in the mm-hmm. community but more so on the entrepreneurship side. Yes. But I'm going to dive into how you start becoming a DJ anyway. Let me start this. Shit, a small man. little backstory. Short
1: story. I've been DJing since I was 10 years old. Okay. Um, I got my first set of turntables for Christmas at 10 and I've been DJing every single day since then. Uh um, For real? I've been professional professional I've been professional cuz I was by like how you spell that word? No, you just- just- <laughs> i been professional in nightclubs since 1994. Okay. And I've been in radio since 1998. So I've been doing this a very, very long time. I was you, watching You remember who gave you your, your first big party or big shot? You remember that? Um, big Sam. So, so my road dog to this day, um, it was a club called Club Indigo in Baltimore in okay. 94. And I was 14 years old, I was a kid. Um, and I remember uh, him giving my first. That was my first like weekly residency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still remember like it was yesterday.
0: I ain't know you from B more. You put, Born you put raised, me on. Man. You put me on. I can. So look, when I listen to you on the radio, I hear the accent a little bit. Been, but you got a DC right. twanging in that too.
1: I've so, been in DC twenty plus years, so oh, like right, I, right, I, this right. is my second. And it's so crazy. A lot of people that's not from here. Um, they think I'm from D.C. because I've been here so you, long. I promise you,
0: bro, I thought, I was like,
1: nah, I nah, from D.C. straight nah, up. Nah, I definitely ain't from D.C. How but, you get but, the name quick? You gave it to yourself? Actually, so Silva's my real last name, S-I-L-V-A. Oh, That's why okay. it's okay. like Silva, not Silver the yeah. color. Um, and, and my name is Rico, so my, my DJ name at ten was DJ Rico Silva. Okay, okay. Um, and then around 12 or 13, I was in a DJ competition against this guy. I was like nineteen, twenty, and I beat him. And the guy on the mic was like, man, this little kid is so quick to be so young. Uh, I am like Quicksilver. And yeah. I've been Quicksilver every single All right.
0: I got a confession, bro. Yeah. Come on. I thought you was going to be like, yo, because when I was playing sports, nah.
1: so cr- <laughs> so, so I, I play was so quick. I, I, I played sports. I played football. At least. So my, my my dream was to be a football player. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the next Bo Jackson, the next Ronnie Lott. So running I played back, I played corner, running back safety, and four back yeah, yeah. Um, as, as a kid. Uh, but I had a, a short life. Career, you know, if anybody follow my story, you know, I, I started doing the wrong, wrong thing at ten, eleven, and then yeah. I ended up getting shot when I was thirteen. I was paralyzed oh. for nine months. Um, Seriously, so I, yeah, yeah, I got shot when I was thirteen. Damn, quick, yeah. okay. So I, I, I wasn't always the, you know.
0: Yo, so you know what? I, I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, when you give some of your. I forgot what you called it. of the day. When you get your, there you go, when you get your vitamins of the day, you actually speaking from experience. You ain't every, just.
1: So here's the craziest part. I've been doing vitamins of the day for 20 plus years. I've never written a vitamin down. No. Every vitamin I've ever done has been off the dome is just something I've been through in my life, something I might have helped you with for uh, today, sure. yeah. something I, I talked to somebody and they said something and it triggered something. Yeah. So every vitamin, you know, my producer on, the, on my radio show, she'll tell you, I literally close my eyes and I'll be like, all right, I'm ready. That's and I just go, cool.
0: yo. Cause every time I'm in town, cause right. I live in Houston now. Shout out to H-town.
1: You hear me? They show me a lot of love. Houston. <laughs> like, that's how I got a lot of love out there. So
0: every time I'm in town, I hit one of the vitamins of the day. I'm like, yo, that that is hitting. Yeah, it, it's it's hit home, and then it do come out very flawless. Right, right. So right. that's how I you don't know practice you it. I don't. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: One take. I it think it's, it's it's whatever I say, whatever's on my mind, whatever I'm feeling at the time. I just. Go. So you had a song in the day. I did. Where they do that at? Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, that thing went. That, it went crazy. That thing went crazy. It's but- crazy because I made that joking. Man, Rest in peace to Chucky e. Thompson. Uh, that was a great friend of mine. I I, I did it at his studio. Y'all Google Google that song. Where, Where they, they do, do that, that at? <laughs> I had the whole. People don't give me enough credit. I had Yo, the whole that- world saying that. Bro,
0: that thing went crazy. Man, I had a
1: video on 106 in Park. A video on MTV jams like. I made that song joking. It was like a a, a, just a fun record, me saying stuff I see in the club every night. Um, and I had no idea. This is before viral moments happened. Yeah, really? Yeah. So there wasn't no TikTok, yeah. or none of that stuff back then. Y'all was just, ain't even know. It what was just it Twitter. I not know. Back <laughs> then it was Twitter, MySpace. Yep. Yeah. And I think that was it. I think Facebook was starting to come around. It was really MySpace and Twitter back I was in on 2009. But yeah. right. so <laughs> I made the record just joking. Like, I was writing down stuff that I see every night. I'm like, you're over 21, still fighting in the club, broke, holding up the bar, getting no love. Yeah. He popping wine in the champagne tub. <laughs> Four guys doing half of one bottle in the club. Like, I was just <laughs> joking. Right, right. But I'm yeah. like, all this shit is real. But you be saying right. that. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, So, yeah. like, you know, you know, if, if your song ain't had no dance, you ain't getting no deal. Like, I was just talking. That's crazy. And I'm like, damn, I should put a beat behind this. So yeah. I called my man uh, Jay Butter. He get sent me the track and I went to Chucky e. Thompson's studio and that shit just happened. Yo, you do <laughs> obviously. But I'm not you're a rapper. You not. I, I, I start the song. But by saying, let's it. get one thing clear. I'm not a rapper. That, I'm a DJ for real. <laughs> right, right, That's how I start right, the record. Right, right, right. But you know, people to this day still say that, man. I,
0: when you know, they
1: mad, when they have to do you know, that, they, at.
0: right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wish I was
1: smart enough that I would have patented. I would have made a billion dollars. But easy. I mean, luckily, you know, I ain't gonna talk much money. But I, I made a nice piece of change because I had the ringtone tail. That's when ringtones mm. were big. With I'm the sorry. two ways, yeah, yeah. Oh so I had a ringtone deal with that. I made, I made, I made, I made a little substantial put, amount. You hear me? My two ways used to
0: be pot. I believe, you, How sir. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but so the
1: the, the record labels that came after you Ford or, or so it, it for it or not was real? it. So I, I'm out to my partner Sean Caesar, Unruly's name of our record label, um, but. I just did everything independent. We, I never, I never got a deal off the record. That's smart, bro. Because I was like, I don't need a deal. I'm not trying to be a rapper. I'm yeah, not a yeah. rapper. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of labels like, yo, we'll give you a single deal. I'm like, I don't want a deal. I want to you do everything want- myself. Mm. Put my own bread up and own everything. And we yeah. just we rocked off with it. So, peep Gang, real quick.
0: How is the mindset of? I don't know the money they offered you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't even tell me that. Right, right. But when they offer you a deal, you know people die and dream for the, a deal. Right. So you as you. Turning it down, saying Nah, I'm gonna go independent. Is that something you just literally want to stick to your guns to, or the deals just wasn't no, good de- enough for you?
1: The deals wasn't all that because it, you know, like I say, I already can't, I already had money. Yeah. A lot of people who who want record deals because they need the money. True. It's true. like I'm 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 broken down my last dime. If I, if you I broke right now and I offer you fifty thousand, would you take it? Yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep. Not knowing that the label gonna make five hundred million off of you, mm. but all you get is fifty thousand. So mm. I always do the business. Um, I always say the music business is 10% music, 90% business. Yeah. So a lot of people never study the business, and I've always been in the business of entrepreneurship and the business of just learning more about how money works. Um, so when I really research, but record labels are nothing but banks. Mm. It's a difference between a, a record deal and a distribution deal. Okay. So record labels, they're just banks who invest in you with a return on their investment. Okay. Um, so a lot of times when you hear about these artists that sell all these records and they still are broke. It's because they don't realize every, once you sign a record deal, everything that they buy for you has to be recouped. So right now you got a music video, and you got new sneakers and a new everything. All that look good in the video. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, before you get any money, I gotta pay for everything I gave you. Then, uh, then I, I then got you a new car because you wanted to start and look I got good because you're on my label. Yeah. I got, I need that you back. You gotta as well. make me look good. I need that. You want a rose, don't you? I need all so all that comes back. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, when, when these artists get these record deals, they don't realize, you know, the, the label gave me a, a hundred thousand up front. They spent another million on me in marketing, budget, mm. and, and they promotion. That back. I need all that back. And time some, yeah. Because this is a business. Yeah. If I give you a million, I don't want a million back. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I will Where they do that? at? Where they do where? that? If I give you, <laughs> if I give you a million, I, I want at least ten million back. For sure. If I do, because yeah, what, yeah. what am I giving you the money for? Right, right. I'm taking all the risks financially. So for me, it's like I'm not, I'm not looking for a label to risk anything on because I'm not taking it serious. Yeah. I know I'm not going to put an album out. For so sure. I was good. Where,
0: where did things go for you after that? Like, did you, did, did you see your like? I guess the bigger question is: Did you see your notoriety as a DJ get bigger, or did you see your your business savvy get um, smarter? Like, I'm gonna say a, combina- go
1: a combination of both. Um, you know, I came out with that record in 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, by that time, I was already kind of a household name. Um, you know, I'd already toured. I don't know if you know my backstory, but. Um, my first big tour that I was on was 2003, the Rock the Mic Tour with Jay and 50, Okay. Um, so I was uh, Lil Mo's DJ, I'm still a DJ to this day, but yep. uh, we, we went on a tour with uh, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, Missy, Busta Rhymes, Fabulous, Lil Mo, um, I did 35 cities with them, um, that was the tour that changed my life, Okay. because that took me from being a local DJ to really a national name yeah. within 30 cities, because um, as I was doing the, the the concerts, I was DJing the after parties, mm. building relationships yeah. with the promoters and the big owners in every city I went to.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: then once I finished touring, they already knew who I was. So then it was easy for me or my team to make a call: Hey, Quicks in Houston. Yeah. Hey, Rod White, can he come play? Yeah. Hey, oh, oh, Mike God in, in Miami, Quicks in Miami, can he come play late? Like yeah. it was easier then because we already had the relationships. That's crazy. Yeah. Do do uh? Have you ever just practiced some some sets at a club at a? I don't. So right now, and you know, when I first got in the business, I practiced every single day okay. until it was bedtime. Uh, but now I DJ so much, um, I DJ every day. Okay, I'm yeah. on the radio you daily. Trip, I'm in the clubs nightly. I mean, I own two DJ schools, so I'm DJing every single day. Hold on, quick.
0: Hell no. Nah. You ain't about to go over no.
1: Two DJ schools. Man, you ain't know this. Man, talk to me about. Hold oh. on, oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I got a lot going oh, on, oh. man. I'm, so, o- I'm opening my third soon, probably in August. So I have yeah. a, a school in Baltimore. Okay. Um, the name of my school is called Quick and Easy DJs. It's an actual school, school. So yeah, it's not like yeah. Some online. I, mean, I have a building, people, right. actual school. Yeah. Um, so I have one in Baltimore. I have one in DC and Southeast, MLK. Um, and then I have um, one day I'm opening up in Virginia, probably even Arlington. Or uh, Alexandra probably by the end of the What's somewhere. the
0: curriculum like? Like so it's a de- five so, so de- I have
1: two different curriculums. I have a beginner course and I have an intermediate course. Okay. Um, the beginner course is for people who've never dj in their life. And my school provides everything. So, so me. A- I ain't never. So when you phone. join Quick yep. and Easy DJs, we provide everything. Your laptop, your controller, your speakers, your headphones. You literally just show up. Um, the beginner course is for five weeks, okay. once a week for five weeks. And then the intermediate course is once a week for five weeks as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but I guarantee I've not, I mean, I've been doing my schools now for close to a little over three years. That's love. I've never had anybody who joined my class who in five weeks couldn't DJ. Seriously? It's guaranteed thing. Do y'all yeah. have like uh, a placement, club placement Absolutely. or connections? Absolutely. Absolutely. Once you, know you graduate, we definitely, you know, I have a, a, a library of DJs. And I get so many offers to me that I know I can't take. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. kind of disperse them out to whoever's available. Yeah, uh, But it's, it's amazing then for the intermediate courses, for people who DJ, but they want to brush up on their skills as far as scratching or blending or acapellas, whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing, man. I, I started to shout out to my partner, That's uh, love. Be Easy. Okay. Uh, we start, I, I started this um, because I wanted to save the culture of DJing. People so fe- did you thought it was dying? Um, I, I still did, because what happened was, when I say the, the culture, people forget that DJ is an element of hip-hop. Yes, sir. If you know the elements of hip-hop, if anybody studied hip-hop, it's, it's the, the MC. The DJ, the breakdancer, graffiti. Yeah. Um, but the first element of DJing was, I'm sorry, the first element of hip hop was the DJ. Okay. So before there was a rapper, there was an MC. Yeah. stands for Master of Ceremonies. Yes, sir. There was no such thing as rap when hip hop first started. So the MC had one job, that was to hype up the DJ. Yeah. So the DJ would DJ, the MC would be like, I say, "Hello, everybody, put your hands up. Yeah. Come on, come on, let's go." So the MC would hype the crowd up as the DJ DJ. Doing his thing. Yeah. And then the yeah. breakdancers would be dancing. Um, but I always believe that DJing is to me the most important element in hip hop, uh, because at the end of the day, I don't care what celebrity you bring in this room. I don't care what artist you bring in the club. If the music stops, the party's over. I agree. The it's end. A Rap. Yeah. It's so that tells you the power of a DJ. True. That. Um, so what, what I start realizing over the years, I've been doing this for thirty years. Um, when I say the DJ culture is being lost. Um, the skill set was being lost. Okay. It, it, it stopped becoming about who's nice and who's popular. So you're talking about the skill set of scratching, scratch, blending, blending, going right, to the right. next doing oh, different stuff. Yeah. It, it became, right now, if you buy a laptop with music, you're a DJ. You're good, now. you in there. And all you gotta do is play a right song and hit a... Hey, yo, everybody crazy. Yeah, that's you all I see. But you wasn't really DJing. Right, yeah. So yeah. as a person in my world who came up old school with turntables and... In vinyl, yeah, um, you know, I wanted to really just save the culture of DJing, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I started the DJ schools. So
0: that one that you about to have in VA, mm-hmm. I, I know you don't need investors, right? I know you don't need no money.
1: Well, I'm okay. I want. I want. <laughs> I
0: want. I want to invest in that one. I'm, I'm from okay. Virginia. You know I me. Mean? I'm from Norfolk. I'm originally from Norfolk. Uh, so I said seven cities. Seven five, seven, seven, five seven, seven. You already seven, know seven, it. Seven, yeah. So anything you're doing in VA, mm-hmm. I, want, I want a little piece of. Absolutely, say no more, man. So it brings my, my segue question to now. Obviously, you said this. You always on the radio. Absolutely. Which radio station was you on first and then and take me from there? Oh shit. Man. Yeah, let me go. Let, let me go uh, my, back. My first station change.
1: was V103. Um, that was in Baltimore. They're they, they not even in existence anymore. This is mm. 95, 96. Um, from there. Um, I went to ERQ which is 90q in Baltimore yep uh, from there I went to x1057 um, that was in Baltimore okay and then from there I came to DC and I was on 95.5 first mm. I was there for five years and I've been with radio one slash reach media um, since 2007 so what is that 13 years 17 years, something like that 15 years something like that yeah, 15 yeah, years yeah uh, so I've been there for the last 15 um, but you know my show now is syndicated. If anybody nope. knows what syndication means, that means my show is heard everywhere. Yes, so I'm sir. still based out of D.C., but if you go to any station from Cincinnati to Columbus to Charlotte to D.C. to Baltimore yeah. and turn to Narbonne, you'll hear the Quicksilver show. So
0: your co-host, she
1: from D. D. Yep, say yep, she's from... Dominique I already said that. Shout out Dominique the she actually, I want to say, she's from... Richmond, but she did her first radio started yeah, in seven five seven. She from Richmond. So she started her radio career in Norfolk. Yeah, she did. Yeah, uh, Norfolk she did. I remember that vividly. It was yeah. like a, I think it was like a contest. She got yeah, in, got yeah. a part and of she or won, something yeah. like that, and yeah. she
0: won the joint. Yeah.
1: But she got a radio voice. Uh, Dominique D was amazing, man. She's a and she's a hustler. Yeah, yeah. I always say yeah. before for good radio show or anybody. Um you can be a lead, but you gotta have somebody to bounce off okay, of. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and she, she's amazing. She's she's a hustler, she's dope, she's talented, um, uh, she's driven. I'm I'm honored to have her as my co-host.
0: Nah, y'all work very well together yeah. and the show is is, is good. We you know what I mean? Like killin'. cause you know, you're listening to some shows on the radio, you're just like, yo, stop
1: talking. And, to me, or it's man. no chemistry. Right yeah, and, and you can tell what, it's not. What happens is a lot of times with uh, radio stations. Companies put shows together. Yeah. So you know the the difference with me and Diva versus some other you know shows is that we're friends off air. Okay, that's love. Where a lot of a lot of people in radio like they don't rock with each other. Yeah. Except for them three hours on the radio. Then after that I don't see you tomorrow. We don't talk. Yeah. You ain't coming to my house for dinner none of that. We not we not cool like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and I think you can tell on the radio when somebody's not genuine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big difference, bro.
0: Here we go. I'm going to switch gears on you. you good, man. What
1: do you think? All right,
0: so you on Instagram a lot. Mm-hmm. So you see the entrepreneur game, and I don't want to call it a game, because entrepreneurship is definitely not a game.
1: Mm-hmm. But you
0: can see how entrepreneurship has taken on a different face of everybody should do it, right, put your right. nine to five, mm-hmm. uh, stop working for making his, <laughs> his dreams, make your own
1: dreams. Talk to me a little bit about that culture and Um, and, and why you think it's even going in that direction. So one of my famous quotes, I didn't make this up, I think JC made this up. Everybody want to be the boss until the bill comes. Yes, sir. Everybody want to be the boss until it's time to pay the taxes. Mm -hmm. It looks really good on Instagram saying, hey, big boss. And it looks good for likes and algorithm and clicks. (laughs) Being an entrepreneur is not always fun, you yeah. eat last. Yeah, The boss eats last. When I own stuff, I eat last. I got to make sure my employees get paid, mm-hmm. I got to make sure that the inventory is there, I got to make sure the taxes get paid, yep. I got to make sure that all my permits are and stuff are up the code, and then once all that's done, yeah. what I was left, I still got to yes. put some back into the business, yes, sir. and then once that's done, yeah. then I might make some money. Yeah. That's yeah. the part about entrepreneurship that people don't see, so a lot of times, I think with social media... Um, you know p- it, people glorify things that 's not real. I yeah, saw the hashtag yeah. in real life a long time ago yeah. because people really people are more interested in the praise than the actual the actual work to your
0: point, bro like yes, if I get on Instagram and I say yo." This is oh, big I, moves I do in a way. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing, I'm doing my videos like this and everybody looking at my building but they ain't making no bread, but everybody's saying congratulations. That feels good for that moment in time. And
1: that's what it is. We live in a generation now where we glorify just announcements. Yeah. The announcements like gets that. more uh glorification than the actual hard work, dedication, and consistency. Um, so a lot of times, people are just looking. People wake up and say, what can I post today to get me some likes and followers? And if me posting, hey, y'all, I'm starting this new business. Now, I know nothing about business. <laughs> I know nothing about anything. I, I don't even know how to balance a checkbook. Yeah, right, but right, right. it look good when I post. Yeah. Hey, boss chick, yeah. big boss, self-made. You know me, yo. I'm yeah. self-made, yo. Yeah, all that, yeah. right? It look good. It do. And then your friends will be like, yo, congrats, quit You killing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire emoji. Fire emoji, all that. <laughs> and then, then, after that, you put your phone down. You sitting here, doing nothing, yep. trying to figure out what's my next, what's my next play for some likes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what people don't realize: being an entrepreneur is not easy. Yeah. Is it possible? Absolutely, yes. Um, but is it easy? Um, is everybody a boss? No, it mm-hmm. has to be employees. It has to be Indians. Yes, sir. Everybody's not made to lead. Yep. It's a difference between a leader and a boss. I agree. Uh, you know, you know, everybody wants to say I'm the boss because it looks so good on paper. Right. And like Jay Z say, until let bill come. So, you the boss, and if I take all y'all out, I'm the boss, I got to pay the bill. Still. I'm the boss. That's how everybody it Everybody going to look at We're it. We're not splitting it. What are we doing now, boss? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's on you. You sure you want that position? Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: Everybody says they do right because, right. Of, because of how certain people glorify the material mm-hmm. and not the work that it takes the work to get effort. the
1: material. And not just that, man. I take it a step further. It's easy to make money. It's hard to keep it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's what a lot of you know, bought entre- these new entrepreneurs, don't realize you can make, you can get a hit, you can make a lick, you can make a, a good play. Then, but then what?
0: Then what? A P- lot P- of people P- used P- to P- have P- money. Where P-
1: well, y'all at? A lot of people used to have money. Yeah. A lot of people used to be hot. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still hot today? Yeah. Are you yeah. still making money today? Is your money making you money today? If yeah. the answers ain't yes, yes, and yes, you're not the boss that you think you are. You can tell the true. Not not even entrepreneur spirit, because I think a lot of people
0: have that type spirit, Mm -hmm. but you could tell, like you were saying, the leaders, Mm -hmm. the trailblazers, the people that's built for it, because they went through a whole lot to get to where they're at. So so in my case, right... I do federal government contracts. Okay. So we get the government contracts and we sub them out. Absolutely. I've been doing that since 2008. A lot since of money. In we that. do that, at,
1: right? It's a lot of money in there. So, I, know,
0: I know that business well. Bro, it took me three years to get my first contract. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, my students and stuff like that, most people can't even go two weeks without a paycheck before yeah. they crying and complaining mm-hmm. and, and woe is me. And i be telling people, yo, go three years without no bread, but your vision is just as clear as I'm looking at you today and then when you go through all that, right. you really know what it takes to sustain it. I got it now, like you said, right. I got it now, but I'm, I know how to sustain
1: it and keep it. People don't realize success takes time, mm-hmm. and all of our time frame is different, so what works for you don't work for me. Correct. What works for me might not work for her, and vice versa, right? Doesn't make anybody wrong, anybody right, that's just how life works. Um, I'm a firm believer that all of our lives are tailor-made for ourselves. I agree. So what happens is with social media, since we were talking about it, um, it, it, it doesn't show the actual progress. It shows the start and then the ending, right? Mm-hmm. What people don't realize is that that middle phase is when most people quit. Mm. So when you yep. start any business, um, you know I, I, I talked to a lot of different businesses and colleges about, about entrepreneurship, okay. and the first thing I say is that when you start a business, those who you think will, won't, and those who you think won't, will. Correct. Meaning that a lot of us, we don't realize that our friends and family are not our target audience. They are not. When we're made, opening the business. <laughs> yes. And that's when most of us get frustrated because we open a business, and I'm just using the example, selling apples. Yeah. Not knowing that all of our friends and family hate apples. Right. So now when we post about it and we don't get the likes and the followers, yeah. first thing we say is that, damn, my friends and family don't support me. Right. I'm selling these banging apples that I got, that I flew from overseas <laughs> and they crave the best apples in the world, not yeah. knowing we're allergic to them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Or, or ready, ready for this? This is the one that I, I hate. I just don't like apples. Yeah. So, since I don't like them, guess what? I'm a hater. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like what you're selling. It has right. nothing to do with you or your product at all. I just don't eat apples. I think mangoes are better. Yeah, yeah. So, with a lot of people, when we start businesses, we automatically throw a business up there and think that our friends and family are going to make us millions of dollars. And, and that's I'm telling you. Those who you think won't, they will make you the most. They will. But you have to make sure you're doing your research. when I talk about business, and make sure you're promoting and marketing to your target audience.
0: Well, tell me about one of the businesses that you thought everybody was going to mm-hmm. get down with, and, and hardly nobody did, and how did you
1: persevere through that? I think, um, I done have had so many businesses over the years. That's the
0: entrepreneur spirit.
1: I think, um, I'm not going to say that no one did, but the business that gave me the biggest headache was opening okay. a nightclub.
0: Uh, club downtown
1: gave me the biggest headache ever. Yeah, uh, because you don't realize it takes 24 hours a day, seven days a week to open up for them four hours that you see. Sheesh! So the club was open well, from 10 to 2. That's four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the other 20 hours, you still have to be working, marketing, promoting, making sure the, the the water's on, making sure little shit that you forget about. Yeah, that there's toilet paper in the bathroom. Yeah, and these little things that you have to remember, and you have to put the right people in place, um, because with any business. Unfortunately, um, the hardest part is finding employees. The people. Everybody wants to work when it's popular. Yeah. Everybody wants to work at the club when the artists are there and the celebrities yeah. are there and, and the cameras and are there. And the bottles is popping oh, crazy. I, I can't wait to work that night, yeah. boss. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the slow nights or the nights where you actually need this or the nights where you have actually have to work. Mm-hmm. So now you got to clean up after that celebrity. You got to, oh, I know, I don't want to do I just want to come and make money and take pictures for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we got to actually stay for the next three hours. We close it two. You're not leaving those six a.m. Yes, we got to actually work now. Yes, sir. That's yes, the part sir. that people don't see. Yeah. Um, so just finding employees that really wanted to work and wasn't in the business just for the popularity was hard. Yeah. Um, and then. I remember when you had it finding people. Ooh, oh, I had it, when I first opened. I was jumping, jumping for the pandemic, jumping. Yo, um, but um, I remember that. Then the the hard part is finding people that really want to work. Yeah, that want to do it. I mean, you'll be surprised. This is a generation of people that just don't want to work. I just want to get rich fast. I don't want to of put course. no work in. Of course. I'm I, I, I'm I'm not that. Of course, am I always looking for ways to make more money and invest and help others? Yes. Yeah. But I still, I'm a workhorse. Yeah. I come from just hustling and working like. I've never, knock on wood, I've never had a job in my life. Yeah. I've never had to punch a clock in my life. I've never filled out a resume. I didn't go to college or anything. Like I've just been working and hustling and DJ my entire life until I became successful and I started learning the business and opening up businesses. So um, but but I say that to say my my mentality is different than of course. people that just want to get on a day and be rich tomorrow. When you're speaking on the stages, how would you
0: translating your mentality mm-hmm. out to the audience to make sure that obviously everybody not going to get it but absolutely. to touch that
1: one person like what are you what are you doing and saying it's crazy you said that because if you listen to my vitamin of the day and I, and y'all think my radio show was I don't know a million plus people listen to it right yeah and i got to come on the show by the absolutely, way we work it out that's my bad. That's, that's easy work. <laughs> my but man. we all, i i end my vitamin every day by saying my goal is to inspire at least one person a day. Yep. If I inspire 10, great. If I inspire 100, shit. Amazing. You know, I'm if, I, if I get to 1,000, yeah. <laughs> you <got me. laughs> man, as well retire me in my mind, right? But yeah. I say it to say is that sometimes if I got to speak in front of like a lot, a lot, and I say a lot, I mean, you know, 10,000 people or something yeah. like that, I'll write down little bullet points. Um, but I never write down a speech. I never, like, I just, I, I really just talk. Too, I freestyle it too. Because it come from the heart. It comes from the heart, man. Uh-huh. It'd, be, it'd be so amazing. I remember, um. When the Black Lives Matter rally was happening in D.C., um, and I was the keynote speaker for the march in Washington, it was probably thirty thousand people, something crazy. Mm-hmm. And I remember right before I walk up to the podium, um, I forgot whoever the person was before me. They were looking like, "Where's your notes?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm okay." Yeah, that's like, a, a lot of people. I'm like, yeah. "Give me fine. the mic. I, I, I promise you I'll be fine." Um, and then I ended up, you know, up getting a standing ovation. I posted that video on, on my Instagram and stuff, and people were like, "That's just crazy." Yeah. Um, but I say that to say is that. I think with, with, with me, at least with public speaking, um, you know, it's I really speak from just experiences. Yeah. Um, stuff that I've been through, stuff that I've overcome. Um, I've overcome a lot. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I say a lot, man, we don't have time to tell you my whole story. And <laughs> I will, same as plug, I got a documentary coming out called Who Was Quicksilver. Okay, okay. Um, but when people really find out my backstory of all the stuff I've been through from... Losing my mom at ten, to getting in the streets, to getting shot at thirteen, and losing my dad at eighteen, to barely graduating high school, to like I got so Jeez, much yeah. shit that I've been through in my life. Yep. Um, yet, yet, and I don't, I don't say this in a bragging way. I'm one of the most successful people in my circle.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Sim- not because I'm better than anybody. Correct. Simply because I never gave up. Yeah, yeah. That, like that. that. That's my. When people say, "What, what's your key? What's the I just never gave up. I just don't know. Yeah. I like, like my,
0: my thing is, I say the same thing almost. I'm no better than anybody. I'm mm-hmm. just built different. Built different? That's, that's not yeah. your
1: fault, your fault, your fault. I'm just built different. And once again, success looks different on everybody. Kevin mm-hmm. Hart has the best quote ever when he says, It took him 18 years to become an overnight celebrity. Yeah. Meaning that it took him 18 years of people of working and busting his ass 365 a year, seven days a week. It took him 18 years before he became a person that some of us know about. Yeah. yeah. So when you see him in Soul playing whatever the, the movie whatever your, your first thing is, yeah. you don't know he was already 20 years in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just didn't know you him. You just then. ain't no. People in Philly know him. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the point. That's the type of determination it takes to become successful.
0: Who is some of your biggest partnerships that you uh, have right that you built
1: through Still to is. This, I mean, the easiest one is DTLR. Okay. If anybody knows that that is, it's, it's, it stood for Downtown Locker Room, but over the years, since we went public as a company, uh, we just abbreviated to DTLR. Uh, but shout out to my partner, Sean Caesar. We've been down, so DTLR brought uh, me and Sean on to just handle like street team marketing okay. back in 96, 97. Yeah. Um, back then, we only had four stores in Baltimore. Okay. Uh, we have over 400 stores now today, Jeez. Um, and, 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 and thank you, man. Yes, and, and we've literally helped build all those stores over the last few decades. Yeah. Um, Sean, who's my that's my right hand partner, um, he's still the VP of all the stores in the country. So he went from being running the street team now to yeah. VP of all 400 that's stores. Love. Yeah. Uh, we we started our own radio station, DTLR Radio, which is you know housing all the stores in the country. Yeah. Um, so, DJ Law is probably my longest running partnership. Um, outside of DJ Law, of course, right now, I'm still signing to Remy Martin. Yeah. Um, you know, I got more shoe deals that I can think yeah, of from yeah, Jordan yeah, Puma. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah. I, I do so much, man. Do
0: you st- so, I just taking it back to when you had a song, you doing mm-hmm. it the independent way. Mm-hmm. Much like that, do you still do your partnerships independently, or do you have, like, a... Cause, uh, I'm setting it up like this. People even ask me, mm-hmm. I should have a PR person mm-hmm. to do these partnerships for me. I got you. I got but you. Here's what I like to say, though. You can help me set up the meeting, but can't nobody really talk for me but me, right? So, so you- once I get in the room, mm-hmm. you set the meeting up, thank you. Just get out the way. Right. Because your definition, even if you are to represent me, mm-hmm. once I get in there and I'm speaking to you mm-hmm. about a thing, it ain't going to come across when you're speaking. Speaking of such and such, it's because, different. Because, How you handle
1: it? Because it's not always the message, it's just the messenger. And sometimes the messenger is just Got to be yourself. Sometimes. Exactly. Um, so with that being said, um, the bigger you get, the bigger your team must get. Yes. Unfortunately, um, what you just explained to me is that you're owner operator. Mm-hmm. As an owner operator, you only can get but so big. I agree. It's a reason why I have two schools and I have three. Because when I first opened my first school, I was owner operator. Mm-hmm. Then you start training teachers, so that now. Quicksilver can't be in ten schools. Correct. The only McDonald's can't be in a thousand million McDonald's. Right, right. So in, in if you want to really grow, you have to expand your team. There's no such thing as a multimillionaire or billionaire. Yeah. I'm not talking real money. Real not, money? not making a to thousand, two hundred. I'm talking billions, right? Yes, Without a team. Because unfortunately you have now you still can be the boss of your team and of make course. your own decisions yeah. and be in the board meetings. Um, but right now I have a fault I tell everybody, you, you know, the whole saying of self-made, uh, it sounds good on Instagram. That's dead. it. It sounds good. But it looked good. It looked good. <laughs> but unfortunately, like me, I have a team. I got a manager, I got a role manager, I have two accountants, three lawyers, yeah, I have an assistant, I have a show producer for my radio show, I got a producer for my TV show. Like yeah. I have I have a team of people that work with me every day. Yes, sir. Um, not because I can't do everything myself. Right. I'm gonna burn myself out, yeah. and something is going to uh, slack off. It's gonna be missed, right, right? Right now, if I gotta be today on radio, TV, DJing a party, speaking at a school, teaching at my class, um, doing a community service, coming to record your podcast, all, I'm gonna forget. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling yeah. tell, I just, I, I can't remember. That's too much shit to remember today. Yes, so you know, I have a team of people that really help control my stuff. Every single day, yeah, um, because they keep me sharp. Yeah. And um, you always got to keep people around you that can keep you in the know of what's next. Yeah, if mar- yeah. one of my other famous things is, "If if you're the smartest person in every room you go in, you're in the wrong rooms." Yeah, it got to be somebody that you're learning from every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how Quicksilver is able to be at the top mm-hmm. of his game 20 plus years later. Is because I've always had the ability to be consistent. But reinvent myself when I need to. You got a because mentor? Quick. Absolutely. Um, my mentor is my partner Sean Caesar. I, like I said, Sean Caesar. If you don't know, I, I say that name all the time. Yeah, yeah. I Shout signed out to Sean Caesar. That, that's that's, that's <laughs> I call him Pops. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, when I first got into business, and he had a management company for DJs, and I, and I signed to Unruly when I was fourteen. Oh wow. I wasn't even old enough to sign. My dad, rest in peace, he had to sign my contract because I wasn't <laughs> old enough. Um, but as I got older, and I started becoming a businessman, Sean went from being my manager to my partner because we started making so much money together doing so much stuff. And he saw my hustle. Yeah. He like, yo, managing this kid is one thing. Yo, this dude, he gets it. He got it. Like, he gets it. We can, we can, I can manage him and make a little money. And we can partner and make big money. Yeah. And you know, what, what, us is all about big deals. You know, big deals and and, and, and creating generational wealth. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's that's really what I'm in the business now, not even for myself anymore. Um, you know, one of my other famous quotes is: At this point in my career, I'm hustling for my last name, not my first name. Okay. Quick it. is good. Yeah. I gotta make sure the silver's are good now. Yeah, yeah. So like that's 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 my my goal right now, and my short term and long term goal is yeah. to make enough um, businesses and em- enough resources. Um, I want everybody around me being millionaires. So, everybody. So part of doing that is obviously as
0: an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and as your wanting everybody to win, that means your investment game or your investment eye mm-hmm. is keen. Absolutely. Are you, are you looking to do how do you do your investments every quarter? As um, as the big deals come up, like how do
1: you do so them? Every, every month and every quarter and every year is different for me. Okay. Um, you know, I have a I, I have two you know accountants, I have a a, a financial advisor, um, I have someone who runs my my stock portfolio. So like it, it depends. Everything so and I talk and here's the, the thing about my wife Ash tell me, she talk tell you if you talk to her. I don't care how much money I make or how much money I'm worth. Mm-hmm. I know how much is in every single account that yeah, I have. Yeah. Like, I'm great with money. Now, it took my, me my losing a too. lot of money to become great at money. Yes, so man. a lot of people, this is how you know when your mindset has shifted. Ninety percent of people that's probably gonna watch this podcast, right? You yep. know, the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is what? Instagram. Check their phone and check social media yep. to yep. find out what they missed. Yeah. Then they probably go to the group chat. To see who talked about me overnight and what yep. I miss. Okay. That's how they start their morning. 90%. Yeah. And they wake up and the first thing, they, where my phone at? Yeah. They go check the gram and Twitter, see if I miss anything. Yeah. The first thing I do every morning when I get up, I pray and thank God, and then I check all my bank accounts. Every morning. That's crazy. When I say every, like that, it, you know, that's when crazy. I say every morning, if yeah. my if 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 my wife should tell he literally, well, I'm in bed. Yeah. This is before I get out of bed and even take a piss. Yeah, same. I literally wake up. I don't go social media. That shit, I get to y'all when I get to yeah, y'all. Yeah, I use it for yeah. marketing and promotion. Anyway, that yeah. shit ain't. I'm not living my life through that correct, shit. Correct. I wake up every morning and i been in the bed. Thank God, for waking me up, I say my, my prayer, and I go to my bank accounts. me see what I mean. How much money I make while I was sleep? How much I lose while I was sleep? Yeah, What yeah. came out while I was sleep? Mm-hmm. And I go through every single account from yes, my sir. business accounts yeah. to my personal accounts. And then my wife, she she be teasing me, and I be looking like, baby. She's like, What's so, oh, she's so. half steep. She put some money on. Sometimes so, she like. I was like, cause this, this account mi- missing thirty three dollars. She like, nigga, what fuck? I like. I'm, I want you to know, I see it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 think, I don't yeah. care how much money's in the account. Yeah, yeah. If Five dollars <laughs> missing. I know. Like, on top of. I'm on top of that yeah, shit. So yeah. like that, and and but that's how my my mentality is. Um, you know, I, I'm in the business of making money, but keeping money. Yeah. Because I've lost so much money just not being smart with money over the years, yeah. and like I so said, I didn't go to college for. Business or any, any, everything that i know in business, I've learned through trial and error. Right, trial and learn, through life, I think life is the best teacher. Absolutely, no better teacher, no better teacher than than life. Fifty cents said this recently. He said, if if, um, if 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 every teacher was smarter than the book, it wouldn't, they wouldn't be in here teaching. Correct. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Not saying that you can't learn something in the book. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wholeheartedly. Anybody who's super book smart, yeah. I wish you the best of luck. I, I do hope you don't think I'm yeah. talking bad about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's just not me. Same. Because like you I don't care what you read in your book. Yeah. And I get that the book said this and you you're a great test taker. You can take a test yeah. and pass it with flying colors because you read the book and you studied the book and you actually remember the note from the book. Correct. Got it. Yeah, but let me throw you in the what's in the wolves. practical? What's the practical? We throw you in the wolves, yeah, man. Yeah. When everything you learn in that book, when everything goes wrong, everything. Yeah. Everything you learned in the book, they said this is how it's gonna go A through B, and now you're getting in this A through R. Yeah. What do you do now? Because all you know what is do you you do? The, the book says I have to do it this way. I got to I got to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've learned my shit the, the the trial and error way, and it works for me. Nah, that's flavor. That's flavor.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times. Streets, okay. Being from the D.C. Mm-hmm. area, anyway, the most some of the most questions people ask when you're networking is, mm-hmm. where you work and where'd you go to school. Mm-hmm. But then when you hit them with the, I ain't go to school, they're like, all right, well, you don't have a government job, nah, mm-hmm. like I don't have none of that. I was, but I was it's, it's my almost whole life. like it's, it's like, yo, my street smarts yeah. makes me have common sense, Absolutely. and common sense will have me to navigate quicker than you analyzing every little thing then obviously you can be you can have to analyze certain things Absolutely. and be strategic
1: mm-hmm. but my common sense is going to get me through that and i i was taught my whole life that djing wasn't a real job oh, i was wow. taught my whole life uh, i remember being in high school like it was yesterday and um my english teacher I remember me, uh, you know, I was already DJing clubs in high school. And I, and I would come to school sometimes. So I'm tired because I was in a club till two, you three was, o'clock in the morning, I, you right? Was in
0: the club, get it in. Two, three
1: o'clock in the morning. And, and <laughs> you got to think, and, and even in high school, you know, I, I was making so much money. I mean, I was driving a, a, a legend coupe in a. Nissan Maxima with BBs and cream sheet skins in 11th grade. you don't in know the cool Google it. In Google grade, that. So I'm coming to school driving better cars than the teachers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember, you know, I'm coming to school and I'm tired and I remember the teachers looked at me and said... How long you gonna keep up this little hobby of yours? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. She said that's not real. You you have to start buckling, buckling, buckling down. I would say buckling down in life and take life more serious and get you a (laughs) a real job and blah 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 blah. Uh Uh And always say selfishly, I want to go back and ask her. Look at me now. <laughs> right. Look, look at, at me. me. <laughs> I, I, I think I made out pretty okay. Right. I think I'm good. Right. Sure right. Are, are you okay now? You, you need something? Right, but, but 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 I you know I, I stay humble as I can. But some, yeah. but sometimes you want to just throw in people's faces when, 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 when they tell you you're not gonna make it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to piss the hustle off, telling you can't do something. Tell them. Say say you can't do this. I'm as soon a, as I hear that word, I'm gonna piss you off. Now you can be man. big mad when you. I'm oh, not just my. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it to a way that you didn't know
0: could be done. Exactly, I'm I'm gonna do it big, yo. I'm 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 the same way. I say it all the time. I will start off a sentence like this, I can't, and then I stop myself. I'm like, yo, I can do anything. Absolutely. And then I, then I, I just if you want it bad
1: enough, you you can. That's the difference. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Talk
0: about the show, bro. Can't talk about this show. Absolutely, man.
1: The TV show. Well, of course, my radio show is Quicksilver Show with Dominique D with 3 to 7. And then, of course, I'm on TV. Yep. Um, shout out to Oprah Winfrey for, uh, on Own Network. The show is called Love and Marriage DC. Yeah. I'm um, starring me and my wife, Ashley. Shout out to Kingdom Rain. That's the production company they put together. Yeah. And then when we come on, I'm um, every Saturday on Own. Um, the first 10 episodes, we're in season two right now. Okay. Um, the first 10 episodes already aired. Um, episodes 11 through 21 are done. Um, they come back on th- this summer. Um, and then we have to shoot a reunion, and then after that, you know, we'll see what God leads us if we get. Bro, is it three different, enough.
0: man? Them cameras all through the it crib. Is, and then Evasive, like, I,
1: like, like, mentally, what's man. that life for real, man? I'm, I'm a, um, I'm a little more used to it now. Okay. By season two, with season one, it was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Um, because um, people think when I say it, they think I'm joking. Just imagine waking up. With cameras in your bedroom. That's what I'm saying. And then cameras and when you walk out that door, it's a cameraman sitting there waiting for you to walk. And then when you walk downstairs, here at the bottom of the steps for you to walk. And then when you get to your kitchen, there's another one sitting right there yeah. acting like you're seeing him, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like this, this, this is real, it's a full-fledged production. Um, and I think the hardest part at first was you have to act like the camera's not there. I know that's true. And shoot reality TV, you can never look at the camera. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Now, yeah. When I say ever, like ever, you have to literally. So imagine right now, me and you having a conversation right now. Yeah. It's a camera right here. Yeah. One right here. Yeah. And I, I gotta stay focused. And I just do. And I do. And I hear, well, what? Are, you can never look at them. <laughs> we just gotta look at each other. <laughs> and that's the part that becomes hard because at the end of the day, you know, we have real conversations. Me and my wife me and my kids, uh, me and the other cast members, we argue, we go through whatever life shit. That yeah, really whatever happens, it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. But in them real moments. You got to remember, you still on TV. You still on the joint. So while you sitting there, you know, there's no such thing as a couple that don't argue. Yeah, for sure. All of us argue. Correct. 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 So, but on them days when you're arguing with your lady, and now you got the camera in your and face, and now the camera in your face, and you got to act like it's not, and you got to remember what you're saying, because oh I'm in the middle God, of an argument yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now I got to stay focused while the camera, as I'm trying to argue and she arguing back at me, and we, yeah, we just yeah. the camera just. <laughs> and, and you got to be like, well, that's not what yeah, I said, that's Yeah, it. yeah. And the camera, right? But you can never do
0: this, bro. Keep it a thousand. <laughs> Has that actually helped y'all with? How y'all handle arguments since you since the cameras there? Mm-hmm. You have like you said you have right. to be mindful on what you say. So now you you angry, but you think it before you speak. How does so you you're, all you're
1: at and and how many? Well, I mean to, but great question by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great question by the way because you're right. Um, what we learned from season one is that you know they say in court anything you say can and will be used against you. Oh my god, it's worse for reality TV Jeez. because what happens with reality TV is that if you say it the producers have to follow it. Mm. So right now, if man you just having a regular conversation. And we talking about whatever we talking about. We talking about business, we talking yeah. about all the stuff we talking about. And if I just ran randomly come out like Man, I really hate trains. And I wish I can and I wish I can get on one. <laughs> if I just, or, or, or when that train was going by, I yeah, said something yeah. like, "Damn, them horns irritate me. They have been irritating me since birth." Yeah, yeah. Now they want to find out what happened at birth when the horn irritates you, so that's a new and thing. now that's a whole new storyline. Oh my god! So now god. for the next few weeks, they asking your wife, Ask your husband about the, the horn, and then he kept on saying, <laughs> And you like, I forgot, I, I said it at that moment, yes. but since you said it,
0: they we gotta, gotta follow it.
1: woo. So that's the thing, like, as a couple, you have them like, Let's be careful, what we say in the middle of this argument, yeah, yeah, because if I say. Fuck you, I don't like your feet anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right, For the right. next three weeks. Right. It's it's your it's foot doctor it's coming on, on the, the show. Man. It's <laughs> gonna be like, I'm, I'm, I'm you laughing. I'm, I'm dead laughing. fucking serious. <laughs> like that's how I be. And now crazy. Then the next week you like, I mean they they they, they take you to see a foot specialist <laughs> and you like, dude, I didn't even mean it like that. Well you said it, we you, wanna yeah. know what happened as a kid. Were you triggered? Did, did somebody <laughs> kick you with a foot last when you were a kid? Find the person that kicked him when he was five, and, and then we can bring him in and see why he has this this unbuilt trauma. <laughs> you like nigga? All I say was I like a feet. <laughs> right. So when, when you learn that, you be like, you been. I mean, I literally be in the middle of having a conversation with my wife or yeah. my, my whoever, whoever I'm talking to at the time, yeah. and I be thinking like,
0: nah, I did not yep. say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah if I say that I already know producer, we'll like, already know we're nope, gonna go it in. Nope. Yeah, we're gonna get it Make in. Make sure tomorrow you ask Quick about why he don't like apples. Oh so my gosh, Pope. yo. So now the next day I walk in the scene, apples. I forgot that I told you we talked about apples. I forgot.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I did 30 things. I, I totally forgot. Yeah. And now, as soon as we sit down, your first thing, damn, quick, you really don't like apples? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, right, right like, right, like, man, nigga, you good, ain't Yeah. It? yeah. Like, what' happened with you apple. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and yeah. then he like, but remember you said because well, then they always have. Remember you said that you didn't like. That? That's He's like, crazy. Well, I ain't mean it that way. So what did you mean? Quick. Now I'm still down. So now on. I'm stuck. Now you, I'm stuck with those Apple conversations. Sheesh. I'm like, nigga, yeah, let's talk about something. Nah, you said you said, hold yourself accountable. Quick. You said you don't like apples. So, bro, you, y'all, y'all <laughs> moments alone
0: without a camera gotta be more
1: special oh, these days. They gotta be like a, a-, a type. Because a- a- now you got realize when you're filming, it becomes work now. Yeah. So, it's like literally we get a schedule you know, every day. We film five days a week and we're off on Tuesday. So, we, we film uh, Tuesday through Saturday off on Sundays and Mondays. we're never really off. But you know, am say, yeah, we're yeah. not filming on Sundays yeah. and Mondays. Um, so, you know, on, on them days when you're not filming, it's like, Jesus Christ, let's just have... A moment where we just sit here, yeah. Because right now, if I'm just sitting here and the cameras are rolling, we have to talk. You gotta say something. something.
0: Yeah, they, yeah.
1: They can't sit here for four hours. That's crazy. We have to talk about something. We have to bring up something. Oh my god. <laughs> just don't mention the feet. Right. Bro. Just you don't bring the you feet me. up. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So, so like, you know, with that, you know, but it has it has its ups and downs. Of course, um, for business wise, yeah, you know. They they putting you in millions of households of course, of course. world global. It's amazing. Um, so for marketing promotions on on, on your personal brand, um, my wife has a book out right now called "Do That Shit." I'm um, okay. Talking about self healing and just rediscovering yourself. Um, so for, for things like that, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but then on, on on the other side, like you say, on some days you just don't feel like it. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's what you signed up for. That's what it is, bro. So, yo. You know, it's, it, how many times if a person has a a job. You don't feel like going to work on Monday. Oh, yeah. You still gotta go. You still gotta go. <laughs> right. Slow feet don't eat. It's the same thing with filming. Like, don't even like, trip, bro. Yeah.
0: Filming days, I'ma pull up to the crib.
1: <laughs> I, I ain't used to it yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> Shit. You, so it, it's so it's funny because a lot of people when it, like you know my, one of my other partners El, um, when 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 uh you know when he was on the, he he did a single with me one time. Okay. And mind you, I've been filming for you know two seasons now. Yeah. And he on one scene with yeah, yeah. So that one scene, when they come on TV, it's yes. foam phone
0: yeah. going up. <laughs> yo, I see you on TV.
1: You're yeah, like, yo, yo, I like this shit. Yeah, yo, you my, know look, I'm, that? My, my, I'm trending today on Twitter, man. on, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nigga, you like that shit now? Yeah, yeah. Give us six months of that. <laughs> come back in six months and tell me if you still like that attention. That's going to be me. Yeah, right. That's, That's like, going to be me. That straight. first time you're on TV, oh, it's amazing. Your, your family's calling listen, you. Listen. People you ain't talked to since high school. Listen, man, yo, bro, I see you on I you.
0: I was in a movie, man. I got a little <laughs> small look. Shout right. out to Circumstances for Go right, and watch right.
1: it. I'm in that joint. Mm-hmm. I went crazy. Absolutely. That's me right there, I yo. Mean. You know what so I So mean? imagine you're on TV every week on Oprah's network. Yeah, That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a big deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a milk this. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. Talk to me about your documentary real quick, bro. Who is Quicksil? And, and what inspired? Um, Who is QuickSilver was the name of the documentary. Netflix is very interested in it right now, so I'm talking to a couple of different streaming platforms, but it, it might end up in Netflix. I can't. Confirmed or not, as yes, yet, um, but um, it's really about my backstory. Yeah, um, a lot of people know Quicksilver. You, you've heard of Quicksilver for years. You've heard me on, on the radio. You've seen me on TV. You yes, probably saw me in club wherever. Yeah, but there's stuff about me that you have no idea about. Mm. Um, a lot of people who think they know me, that they know nothing about me. They know nothing about my past life, about my struggles, about me dealing with depression, about me. You know, I've lost multiple people in my life. I've lost both my parents at a young age. Wow. I'm um, you know, not just both my parents, you know, my right hand man Mark Baltimore, rest in peace. My my agent when I first grew up, his name was Monty, I lost him. Mm. Um I mean, you know, when it comes to death, my right hand, right hand cousin Petey, doing life in prison right now. Mm. Um so like a lot of my stuff that, that I've been through in my life to make me who I am. Yeah. I just don't talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah.
1: talked about it because it's not something you brag about. You of just not. learn to live with it, or live through it, or move past it, but you never get over it.
0: Right, right. For um, sure. So
1: in my documentary, I've really and I've already, you know, most of it was already done, um, but I really opened up just about Rico Silva. Yes, sir. Rico Silva is somebody that the world does not know. The yeah. world knows Quicksilver, but yeah. they don't know Rico. They don't know the shit I've been through. Um, I remember, um, you know, shout out to the mayor of Baltimore, Mayor Brandon Scott, um, when he gave me my street. Mm. And I grew up on Shadyside Road, which okay. is in East Baltimore, Northeast to be exact. And when when they were announcing to the neighbors that they were renaming the street Quicksilver Way, which is a humongous deal, right? It's love. Um, one of the neighbors who had been around there since I was around there, she said when they came and told her, she started crying because uh, she thought I died. Oh, wow. Because think about this. Who, who gets your street name after them? Correct. You gotta die. You gotta be already you. gone. They, they honor you. With, yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, "I thought you died or something happened, um, because I've never heard of somebody getting the street named after them while they're alive. Giving you well. flowers while you're alive. Like, that just normally don't happen in our world, right? Yeah. And she said, when you came around right here, I was just so happy to see you because I know what you've been through on the street. Yeah. Like I know." You, you would. I remember you getting shot on the street. I remember you doing best. I, 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 I remember the you that this world don't know. Correct. I remember you losing your mom on the street. I remember you losing your dad on the street. Like I remember all this stuff about you, and you never talk about it. And I say it's not. I'm not hiding. I've never hit anything about my past life, but I'm so positive now and trying to inspire so many others mm-hmm. um, that sometimes I just live in the moment and I continue to push forward. Rightfully so. But. But in sometimes telling your story saves somebody yep. because now there's a person who lives on Quicksilver Way mm. who had no idea that I went through or have been through the same things that they're dealing with right now. Yeah. And then I become a walking testimony that you can still make it. So you telling your story, uh, it's not just about getting out there. It's really about inspiring somebody. Is that a big objective outside that, that of that telling is, the
0: world who Rico that's is? Not even that's, just,
1: that's not a big objective. That's the objective. Okay. When people always say... You know, AOG, yeah. you're you a legend. You are, uh, you all that. Yeah. I always say I want to be a, a inspiration. Yeah, I, I, you can call me a legend or an icon or celebrity deep, but that, all that yeah. that's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, That's cool for
1: the intro. But what I want to be is an inspiration mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if I inspire you, that sticks with you for the rest of your life. You said it, if and, you and, just and hit that's on. more important than anything. And I think that's why even with my accolades, for me winning East Coast DJ of the Year and being on the wall at Ben's Chili Bowl for a community service, me getting the street named after me hit differently. Yeah. Um, because that's something that can't be taken away. For sure. Um, that's for the rest of eternity. Period. Um, you know, w- when you win an accolade or award, um, if you don't work as hard or harder the next year, you can take it from me. Yeah. Or the next DJ, him or her, they can take that award and now they're the East Coast number one or they're DC's number one. Whatever the case, right? Yeah. But when they rename a street after you, yeah my kids their kids their there's people a kid check, yeah. and, and when i said this uh in my speech i said i grew up 1642 shady side road that's how i grew up that's mm-hmm. how i was born and raised from birth to 18 living in the same house there's a little kid right now that's going to be born next year yeah and he's going to say i grew up 1642 yeah. quicksilver way yeah yeah like that's that's yeah that's, that's some unheard yeah. of stuff nah,
0: nah
1: like i don't know that many people like that has a street you got a Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in every city, or Malcolm X Boulevard in every city, or a lot of people who own businesses, they put their name in front of the business. Yeah. But to have a a real live street? Yeah, yeah. And you, nothing wrong with me? Nah, bro. Listen, I can Come tell on. how
0: excited like, that's and crazy. what that means to you. It's, still, it's coming up the chair. Man,
1: it's still coming off the chair It's still... It's still surreal. Yeah. Like I still can't believe. It. Every now and then, when I go yeah. to Baltimore, I'll just ride down. Like, damn, that's really my street. Bro, when you hit me with, it, I was like, for real. Like, like yeah, yeah, when, people, a big when deal. people come in town and they take pictures, and you know, I had business owners. So I'm my man James from Sprayground, another partner company I work with. Um, but we had a big conference with DTL and Sprayground, and all the owners came in town. Mm-hmm. And while they were in town, they all went to Quicksilver Way just to take a picture. That's with love. Them. Yeah, and that's they, love. They said, like. But like these are multi-millionaires and yeah. Fortune 500 company owners, yeah. and they sitting in the hood of East Baltimore doing like this. <laughs> I said, "Man, yeah, yeah, I'm good." <laughs> I got, like, I, 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 that ain't even bragging. Like you, you, you can't even put that in the bragging. Yeah, like, that's that's love. That's that's, that's, that's love. different. That's when different. when do you want your
0: documentary to come out? Hopefully when by the, the end of, hopefully by the
1: end of the year. Like okay. I said, I'm I'm not rushing anything. I know the second half of the TV show has to come on first. Um, so I don't want to compete with myself okay oh, cool. um, so I want the TV show to come back on let, let that do that's going to do as far as publicity and stuff like that and then right when the time is right um it, 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 the time will tell me yeah so right now I can put it out tomorrow okay I, but 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 I'm not in a rush to put it out yet. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah and
1: I still and the crazy part about me is that I still got so much stuff that's happening that you doing so and you know right, right when I you know right when I finished the documentary I got the the street named after me so I yeah. had to go back to like yo, we got we got put that in yeah, there. You now you got to throw <laughs> right, it in there. yeah, yeah, that got to so, be in So, there. but but what's gonna what's gonna happen with me in the next six months? I yeah. don't I don't even know yet. So that's why you ain't in right. a rush. So that's why I'm like because a lot of people put out documentaries when they're kind of on a decline. Yeah. Or they're kind of just here. But you doing this. I'm bro. here. You, every you're day. doing this like every day, consistently doing this every day. You feel me? So.
0: Bro, I, appreciate I appreciate you. you I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you coming through. Anytime, man. Man. I, I, tell Telling people where they can see you, where they can reach you at all man, that good stuff. So if they don't, at, if you don't know them, obviously you've been under a rock. Sure.
1: At DJ Quicksilver on everything. Radio 3 to 7 TV once yeah. a week. Um and just Google me, man. I'm everywhere, man.
0: Can we get a whatchamacallit? A, a vitamin of the day? Can we get um
1: I give you a vitamin? My man. If I can give you a vitamin of the day now, what I would say is that um Always do your best because you never know who's watching. Mm. Um, you never know who's watching. And a lot of us um, that come up in this generation, we do our best when we're getting praise. Mm-hmm. But if the hand claps don't come after the work, if the likes don't come after the work, we don't work as hard the next day. Yeah, Not knowing that some of your biggest supporters and the people that can affect and change your life might not actually... See them daily, um, and a lot of in my in, in my life, a lot of big business deals I've gotten have come from just being in the right room and realizing that I left for an impact. And now you know who I am. Mm. So what I would say is that for this conversation with me and you, yes sir, um, it's not who you know is who knows you, yes sir. Because a lot of people say they know Quicksilver, yeah, but I don't know them. If yeah. they walk past, I'ma speak to them, yeah. But I don't really know them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get to a space where the right people know you it becomes about quality of quantity. Yes, sir. So that's why I said for this room, do your best because when this comes out, whether 500 people see it or 5 million, there's one person that's going to watch this and be like, damn, he's an amazing interviewer. Uh, Maybe I should do this for him. And, yeah. and, and that's how we have to treat every single project. Yeah. Treat every project like J C and Diddy's going to watch yes, or sir. Oprah's going to see it. Because yes, we We honestly don't know you the time know. nor hour when our moment's gonna happen. Yes sir. Um, and that's why we were t- c- talking a little while ago, I said that success looks different for everybody. Um, I don't even know how long you've been in the podcast but yeah, it yeah. don't matter. You know yeah. why? Because I know who you are now. Yes sir. And because of that, what opportunity might come to me tomorrow that I might be like, hey Tosh, yo, yo, I like your man. You'll tell your man I'll... that's how life works. Yeah. So when you leave a lasting impression by doing your best every single time, yeah. you'll be surprised it yeah.
0: we'll get you. Man. I can't say it no better than this guy right here, man. Listen, this episode at more 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Mm -hmm. Time is Wealth Wednesday's After Party with your man, Jay White. And if you don't watch this episode, you don't even mess with me.